Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today we have Mindset Coach Tanya Bottomley on the podcast. I was excited to talk with her about something specific, and that is post-race blues. This time of year, there are a lot of us that are kind of finishing up our seasons, trying to figure out what's next, and maybe some of us are feeling a little bit of a, a hangover from our big event. So, without further ado, let's not waste any time with housekeeping or anything. Let's get into Mindset with Tanya. Today's guest is mindset coach Tanya Bottomley. Tanya coaches runners as well as other coaches. She likes to propose the three T's with her coaching, which are tools, therapy, and teaching. And I'm excited to chat with her about something a lot of us can relate to post-race blues. Tanya, thank you for being on today so much in New Zealand. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love uh, chatting with people around the world. It's so cool. That's awesome. We were just chatting before we started up here. It's 10 in the morning for Tanya on Thursday. And it's 3 p.m. in the afternoon for me here on Wednesday. So we're, we're doing this to, to have a conversation for everyone. I'm so excited. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Tanya, before we get into the post-race blues and all that. How did you get to where you are today doing the coaching thing? Yeah, so uh, I started running 16 years ago. Uh, I was not a runner before that. I was a heavy smoker and, and life was a bit shit. Uh, and uh, and I discovered running, which was amazing. Uh, in terms of the mindset stuff and what I do, I did my degree in psychology 20 years ago, <laughs> which <laughs> I calculated that recently. I'm like, oh, damn, <laughs> time flies. <laughs> uh, so 20 years ago, and I have always been interested in the way people tick and how their minds work. So I'm that is that is my thing. I love how people create reality with their thoughts. Uh, and so that's a big part of what I do with my clients now is is creating a reality they want um, through mindset things. It's really exciting. So getting into running after, like shortly after doing your psychology degree there, then did did you think about the mindset stuff for running while you were doing it? Or was it just sort of a relief and an, an escape from the, the smoking and other things like that? Yeah, I didn't think so much about the mindset at the time. Running for me has always been, it's kind of gone alongside my personal development and kind of what I'm working on and my personal development plays out and what I'm doing and the adventures and challenges and things that I do. So uh, I learn through doing mm -hmm. and running is one of those ways that I do that learning, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um I guess we're going to we're going to zoom forward a little bit then obviously I'm so excited to get into something specific with you uh, mm. and and chat about post race blues um you know a lot of us don't really know uh don't really think about after the race and when I mentioned it to you in the email you said it's the whole setup the event part of the journey so let's start there can just expand on that a little if you don't mind yeah, absolutely. So a big part of the work that I do is getting to the base of what uh, what a person's purpose is and what their values are. And when we choose races and events and things like that, uh, oftentimes it, it might be out of FOMO, it might be out of, oh, that kind of looks kind of cool, um, but maybe we don't have a real clear sense of purpose and why we're doing the event. Uh, and it might just be to kind of tick off a 
tick off a distance. And so the journey isn't really thought about and when you attack the process from that perspective. So it's just like, get up and do the training, get up and do the training. Uh, and then you get to the event, you're like, oh, it's done. And, and it doesn't feel so good. Uh, so if you have an idea of your purpose, why you're doing the event, what values it's kind of ticking off, uh, then you go into the event with, with a deeper meaning. Often people talk about their why for running, but this is kind of making it more than that and also making it about the journey, not just the destination. And I know that's a super cliche, you hear it all the time, <laughs> but that's it, right? Like if the journey is amazing, if you get to be the person you want to be, because often we also, lots of ideas weaved in here, often there is a, a, something we want to be by doing the race. Maybe it's confident or brave or strong or whatever it is. But you can actually, if you know what that is, you can actually be that person at the start of your journey. And so the journey itself becomes this most amazing experience. And then the race is just the icing on the cake. So what is a conversation with like within with an athlete? So like, I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's cliche. It's, it makes a lot of sense, but I can, like, I can, I can relate to, to like, well, I signed up cause I wanted to do it. Like, I didn't really think like, I, what's my why? Like, do you, is that hard to bring out in people? Not really. A lot of times people don't think about it. And yeah. it, it's kind of with life as well, right? And this is people get the post holiday blues or whatever it is. But if, if you have a real purpose in your running and your life, then the events along the way are just nice to have. They're not the be all and end all. Uh, if that makes sense. So I guess the conversation with my clients, uh, we do deep dive. We do a few weeks of diving into what drives them and what their values are. And then when it comes to doing an event, we have a conversation. We're like, does this tick your value boxes? What is it that you're getting out of this? I had a client message me last week. She's like, I want to do this event. I'm like, cool. And then she came back. And she's like, no, it's not aligned. She's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what one is aligned right now. It's like, that's cool. You'll know. And when you know, the journey will be amazing. The event will be amazing. The person you get to be by doing that event will add value to your life. And so it just takes it from being just a, a tick box or oh, that looks kind of cool to being something so much more in creating value for you as a person uh, and moving you forward in life, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And um like presumably when you get to work with people, they've, they've seeked you out. So you have that first mm. kind of step. Do you, um, like, I'm just curious, even when people seek you out, like, is it, um, do you experience like a lot of Eureka moments or is it like a, a, a process? It's just, it's just interesting. Cause again, you, you kind of made the joke, like it's, it's simple stuff, but you, but it, if you don't think about it and don't, and don't put it to the forefront, then, it, then it just gets buried. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of my clients will be like, oh, like I knew this. And most people know this. They just don't know how to access it. So, yes, there will be lots of eureka moments along the way because I use quite uh, simple tools and processes, but it's all kind of science backed. It's it's tapping into your subconscious. It's um, there's a whole lot of pieces to it there. But, yeah, there are eureka moments. But also for most of the clients, it's like, ah, like I kind of cool now I get who I am I kind of knew it was there but I didn't know quite how to make it uh you know make it known 
and that's a big part of what I do is helping people know <laughs> what what they don't know if that makes sense yeah absolutely and like I mean we all have a plan uh or not we all have a plan but even when we do have a plan sometimes we can get derailed do you find that the why changes for people or do you find that that like, I, I can't imagine every journey is linear <laughs> yeah no it's not and it's it's work you do along the way uh you know i've personally just sat down yesterday actually and done another kind of seven year plan because my life has just changed uh quite dramatically and so it's kind of like cool right now we're going to reset and look at where we're going from here but having that and it's broad it's not necessarily like this is exactly what I'm doing I'm not holding it real tight but I have a purpose I know what my strengths are I know what my values are so now I can start to move forward again and choose events choose adventures choose life experiences that are right for me in this in this chapter so I have clients that stay with me for 12 weeks. I have clients that come and stay with me for 12 months longer as, as they work through other life transitions because we deal with life and racing because often they, you know, mm -hmm. so as I said, they reflect each other. <laughs> I would imagine pe people have to check in with themselves uh, yes. along the way. And I would imagine that would be the case even after the fact, if you had a plan for, you know, your post race and, and your, and your why, and maybe you do get through the, the event, do you find, is that maybe a common time for, for athletes to check in with you and kind of, and, and, and see how things are? Yeah, absolutely. So we always do a, a race plan and it's always a no, no fail race plan so that we can like come out of it feeling really good. And then it'll be the case of, you know, kind of, deciding what's next because there's always that that what's next but then it's going back to kind of um doing an a, like an analysis of how things went for the last race the last block uh and then figuring out if we need to tweak anything and as I said then finding the next thing that adds value to the next part of the journey and is it easy for you to practice what you preach? I love asking people this because it's, yeah. always, it's always sort of easy to, to sometimes easier yeah. to tell others. Look, I think, you know, as I said, I did my degree 20 years ago and I did um, other qualifications along the way. And I've only started coaching people in the last couple of years because I wanted to be in a place where I felt like I kind of had my shit together before I helped others. Amazing. So that that's really important to me. I absolutely practice what I preach uh, on a very personal level like I said my life's just changed I've just separated from my partner of seven years uh, and and I have this purpose I have these values that mean that I can move forward uh, in a way that maybe I wouldn't have had if I didn't have those skills and those tools so absolutely I practice what I preach um, because it, it it's life-changing and it's amazing <laughs> And, and why wouldn't I? <laughs> uh, and you're clearly super passionate about it, which is awesome. When you work with someone, yes. you, you want to feel that they're excited for everything, which is so fun. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Do you have any suggestions for the listeners at home? Little, do you have any like mindset tricks or tips or, or uh, anything you can offer up? Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel uh, like the Instagram and whatever is flooded with positive thinking. Uh, and just think positively about things. And um, I feel like that is causing a lot of problems for people because they're like, well, if I could just think positively, I'd be fine. So my, my approach is possibility 
rather than positivity because it's so for example it's raining outside for example say you hate running in the rain you're not gonna i love running in the rain because your mind's like bullshit you don't it's not true <laughs> so sometimes when we try the positive thinking our brain's going to call bullshit on us and it doesn't work but if we approach it from possibility like oh it's raining how can i make this fun how can i make this more enjoyable then it's a lot more authentic and it's a lot more real there's a lot less fighting with your brain which i think a lot of people experience because they're like well i should be positive and i should be happy and i should be all of these things if we forget about all that and just go how can we create the experience we want what kind of questions can we ask ourselves to create the experience that we want so we want to go run in the rain how can we make that better <laughs> instead of instead of trying to make it something that it's not for us right now so that's my biggest tip is use possibility rather than positivity and when you're thinking about the thoughts and beliefs and feelings that you need to have, you can ask yourself, what kind of experience do I want to have in this thing, in this race, in this run, and what can I do to create that? So that would be my tip. Possibility uh, versus positivity. And I guess possibility sheds the bullshit is what you're saying. I like that. Yeah, it really does. Because <laughs> your brain, it just it's just your brain will call bullshit on you. Like, you know, mantras are great. Stand in front of the mirror and try and tell yourself you're beautiful. If you don't feel beautiful, it's not going to work. But if you can find something along a continuum of possibility, like I can, I can learn to feel great about myself, then we've got somewhere to go instead of in a circle in our head where your brain's like, no, nah, that's not true. <laughs> well, if people want to try and get out of the out of the circle themselves and work <laughs> with you, Tanya, how can they do yeah. that? Where can they find you? Yeah, I am uh, on everything <laughs> at Run Like Tanya. <laughs> uh, so Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I have my website as well at runlikeTanya.com. So um, people can follow me there. I'm most active on Instagram because uh, that's where all, a lot of our runners are. So uh, that would be the place to find me. I love to chat about this stuff, obviously. It's pretty clear this is my passion. Uh, so people are more than welcome to get in touch and, um, and we can create some possibility and some fun experiences. Amazing. A huge thank you to Tanya Bottomley. A huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee and this is Community Trail Running.